This feels like that I don't want. Welcome to the Uncut 90. I'm your host, Dolako, with a few special guests and analysts. Uh, Owula is here. Yeah, yeah, Owula in the house, the only double champion ever. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Records that don't exist. Uh, George, aka Lil Pep. Lil Pep, going up. Let's go. Why are we getting an imposter right now? Like, wow. at least he's wearing at least he's wearing a shirt today. Wow. So, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> We're used to seeing him shirtless. Uh, Emeka is here. Yeah, your boy G Max, man. Like, I don't want to be spoken to today, but I'm here. But it's fine. It's all good, you know. Okay. And last but not least, Rookie is here. Hey, what's going on? Happy to be back. Yeah, her camera is still not working uh, for reasons unknown, but we're we're sending her money. She's gonna get a new camera, so we'll be able to see her lovely face in upcoming episodes. Wait, Isn't you're that right? Me money? What? I already That's sent you the money. Sweet. You already got it it's in your account. I zelled it. That's false. That is false. <laughs> I never received any amount of money from you. I'll be on the lookout though. Yo, for sure. I mean, ten or fifteen yeah. is kind of insulting. It's gonna be more than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no. Let's let's talk about the games, man. Let's talk about the games this weekend. Um, the game of our our highlight game from last episode was Arsenal versus Chelsea. Um, depending on your perspective, it lived up or down to expectations. I don't know what people were expecting, but. I, I know we, you know, we generally all expected Chelsea to win, and they did. Um, but I'll start with you, Mika. Was anything that happened in that game surprising? Like, what's your immediate reaction? It literally just finished. Yeah, quite frankly, um, I was surprised that Arsenal actually played well for the first 10 to 15 minutes. I wasn't sure what was going on because I'm like, wait, are we going to actually score a goal? Like, what's going on? We started... You know, the players started with a lot of energy, man. Pepe was running, taking on defenders. I'm like, yo, we might actually get a goal today. But then what happened was that I saw, yo, even Sambi, the boy Sambi, there was this pass. He just he just sent one pass like that to Tierney. Tierney took a first touch now, passed the ball second touch. I'm like, ah, what's going on? So I think I was very impressed with the first 15 minutes. But after that, I we went back to the typical Arsenal that I expected to see. That is, you know, they routed us. Actually, I was surprised it ended up being 2-0. I thought it was going to be 3 or 4, like you guys know. So, well, all in all, poor performance, poor team, poor manager, poor, just everything was poor. So. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. Actually, I missed the first 10, 15 minutes of the game. So that's when we started off with Arsenal started well. I was like, huh? Like, I never saw... I never saw that part, so I saw the right. I saw the worst, I guess. Uh, um, right before before the first goal, we were playing well. We were the dominant team. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, do you feel like you ran out of gas, or like the stamina? Like, what happened? Like, what changed? If you if you started off well, what changed? Listen, I, I know you guys think that three back is the solution to everything, but it's I understand that it's not. However, for Arsenal, I assure you that it is because here's what happens: a center back moves out of place, Tierney with his. Uh, defensive acumen pulls in, which then leaves the right wing completely open. So in two occasions today, Reese James was completely open. It was too easy. He had the whole right side to himself. Mm-hmm. And he had a t- he had time to pick 
okay, that's Lukaku. Okay, he waited, waited, waited for Lukaku to be in the perfect position. Then he passed. It was an easy tap. In second goal, he took his time. He's like, okay, I'm going to rifle this ball into the top of the net. And he did just that. You see what I'm saying? That's because Tierney kept on pulling inside to cover for the centre-backs. That's why I said if we had three centre-backs, then Tierney can be wider and then those right flank runs are, are shut down or at least are not as fucking devastating. Do you mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, man. We I want to. I want to ask. Oh, well, I want to ask you because that's actually an interesting point. And I do think that was. I mean, that's how Chelsea got their goals, if anything. Um, but what's the what's the solution to that, right? Like Amika is saying, you could use the three backs, so you have more defenders, basically, so you could pick up more men one for one. Um, but if you're playing a four back, I mean, you you can play a four back against a team with a three back, right? Like, are we saying you cannot? Like, you have to match systems. You can actually play a four back and still be solid. What, what you would have to do then is play three central midfielders who are ready to work very well. Look at the Afro midfielder, he plays tracker and family guy. And there was not enough legs among them. Nobody was running, nobody was covering. If you look at teams that play special forces like Liverpool, if, if let's say um, Trent goes up, you will see Henderson running back to that wing back position to cover up. It doesn't always work, but the team needs to have some form of discipline in this show. There was nothing like that for Arsenal. I also observed one thing that I, I was checking the lineup. They are four, from their midfield to the forward line, the oldest person there was Shaka was 28. Smith is about 18, Shaka is 19, Martinelli is 20. And look, you can play that against Chelsea. These are kids. No disrespect. But I think that Arsenal team really lacks some form of experience and quality leadership. I look at that 11 and I see no leader. Anyone backing others, anyone. You see, I don't know if you watch the Liverpool first game. Chinikas gave a wrong pass and, and Lona slapped him in, in the game. Like, sometimes you need that kind of thing. I don't see anybody shouting at these players, picking up leadership roles or anything. So, yeah. Did you hear me? Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. So, ultimately, the lapo has to make his mind. Either way, um, Ola, quite simply, all I'm saying is that, yes, the lapo answer your question. You can play four back against a team that is coming at you with three attackers because they are playing a 3-5 or 3-4-3, whatever you want to call it, that they play today. However, the Arsenal team, Arsenal cannot hold on to this two-back. Marian holding are not powerful enough. They are not strong enough of a duo to shut down goals from coming in. You see what I'm saying? And then Tierney, the issue now is simply then becomes Tierney is an offensive guy. Tierney is equally as, I can liken Tierney to Alonso. Do you grab? As in, their offensive acumen is much stronger than their defensive acumen. So if you have a player that's going to be so offensive during the game, then you need to make sure that player is protected by having a centre-back behind him. But that's the thing, because Tierney was up and up and up and down the field today, he got to a point where he was fatigued. When you when you lose your fatigue, when you get tired, your your sharpness is off. The guy was not supposed to pull in that far in like that, but he still did it. Do you grab? And then that's what we we'll consider. That's how we cost we became a very costly decision that he made. And then Cedric, I don't even know what Cedric was doing, just holding the line, only God knows where. Do you understand? So even that one, we don't even know what to do with him. You understand? But yeah, man. I don't know. 
Arteta out. I've been saying this thing. You guys, I've told you, go on Instagram. Please help me. Go on Instagram. You sent him DMs. Say Arteta, man, thanks for coming. You're ruining football for England. I've been telling you guys this stuff. Let me tweet him. <laughs> That's the thing. He doesn't even see them. No, rookie, I am sure he gets some sort of notification, even if it's just ping, just anything, any kind of stimulus I can generate. You guys don't even understand. It's mayhem, it's crisis. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure I'm sure he has it. I'm sure he has it muted because he's not trying to get messages from randoms. Um, but George, let's let's talk about Chelsea's point of view. Let's talk about what Lukaku did for them. His first game back, um, he scored a goal. We expected it. Um, he didn't disappoint, and really just looked like Arsenal had no way of dealing with him. A lot of times, it was one on one with Pablo Mari, and he got the ball. Like, it was so easy to pass him the ball every single time. Um, to maybe to Wula's point, like what's the midfield doing for Arsenal? Why is it so easy? And you know, do you think the EPL is in trouble? Like, do you think this is going to be a consistent Lukaku performance? Uh, like Emeka was saying, the first 15 minutes, for some reason, Arsenal was able to neutralize Chelsea. Like, they were playing really well, pressing really well. But, like, they couldn't keep it up. Right? They couldn't keep it up. All it took was, like, one good Lukaku hold-up play. I think he started a goal. He got the ball, held the ball. Laid it off to, I think it was Mason Mount or Havertz. And then Havertz just gave it to Rich James. Lukaku made the run, got the goal. And uh, it was, Kovacic. It was Kovacic, oh, yeah. But basically, it was the same It was the same thing throughout the game. Like, every single time they got the ball, Lukaku always holds off. Like, I don't know why Pablo Mari and Holden didn't switch. I don't know why they didn't switch and one of them just, you know, just try your luck with Lukaku. Because Mari was just getting out like Lukaku was basically doing everything to him. Like you just hold, you just show the guy, wait for that <laughs> pass, and then he just hold the play. And one thing too that Chelsea needs to do is they need to find a player who can play with Lukaku because it seems like the guy is gonna bully defenders. He's gonna be holding that play. So why don't you find a midfielder who's, who's gonna be playing those tight spaces? And I think maybe that's where Ziyech is good at, or maybe Kai, like one of them. Like and like. It's going to be a repetitive thing throughout, like, the whole season. Like, if Chelsea is able to, like, uh, focus their play mostly on Lukaku and play off him, I don't think there's really any team that can, you know, can actually stop them, to be honest. But, yeah, Lukaku is very integral in this Chelsea team. You can see how different it was compared to when Timo Werner was striking or even Kai Havertz. Like, you know, this is a whole new different team now. Like, they're focusing on Lukaku and playing off him. And it's going to cause a lot of problems. Huh. Yeah. Arsenal, they don't really have a yeah, no. Like, Lukongo, the guy that Emeka was throwing shade on last week. Guys, we have to get this guy's name correct. I believe it's Lukonga. Oh, it is Lukonga. Yeah, we just go with L. We'll <laughs> Not him. Nakamba. We'll call him, we'll call him L. Lukonga. 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 Let, let, let's, be, let's be respectful of our players. That's true. That's true. Yeah, going forward, I now call him Sambi. Yeah, Sambi. Sambi is a better name. Okay. Sambi is a better uh-huh. name. Sambi. Yeah. But, like, the guy was, his, his distribution is pretty good. I don't know about his physical side of the game, but, like, uh, his distribution, his passes are pretty good. And I was very impressed. His, you know, the way he controls the ball, the way he, he's very calm. Like, for an Arsenal uh, uh, midfielder, he's very calm. Plays very simple, and I like that. But then again, you cannot just have him and Shaka. You need 
like one passive, one aggressive. You know, it's, it's just, it breaks. It usually works that way in the EPL. But yeah, aside that, yeah, Chelsea. Uh, I don't see Arsenal. Is just like I don't know. Arsenal is just Arsenal. You know, there's really nothing going to come out this season. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that's your that's the team you have finishing fifth this season. You know, be respectful of them. Like I said, um, I, I have to. Rookie, revise. chime in, chime in here. I haven't heard your voice. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like we knew what Lukaku was going to do, and with Chelsea, they obviously played well, but they didn't have to take it to that next level today. Um, Arsenal didn't really give them much of a challenge and once Chelsea kind of figured them out they just kept playing the same way and for some reason Arsenal didn't change their game plan which to me speaks a lot to the lack of in-game management from Arteta because both goals were basically the same move Chelsea pretty much just focused on attacking that side Lukaku didn't really have to do much because he wasn't facing much opposition so for me it was just where there were no tactics from Arteta's side. So, yes, Chelsea played well, but at the same time, they didn't have to, sh- like, you know, go up another gear or anything like that. They they didn't, they didn't really face anything threatening. And what I don't understand is, like um, Emeka said, the first 10, 15 minutes, Arsenal, it was all Arsenal. So I was like, oh, okay. You know, I think I even uh, said in the chat, like, oh, Pepe masterclass incoming and (laughs) all of a sudden like I just don't understand how they just fell apart after the goal because after the goal it was just like oh you know what we're losing we're not gonna come back it is it feels like they just they just said oh they've already scored that's that doesn't matter don't care you know whatever happens happens and that's how their performance was to the end to me so Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that Arsenal was much of a big t- test for Chelsea, um, especially seeing the team that Chelsea has compared to Arsenal's team. Let's be honest and real here. Um, so, yeah, I think next weekend, the matchup between Chelsea and Liverpool will be pretty interesting to see. Let's see Lukaku against arguably, you know, the best center back partnership in the league. Um, compared to Pablo, Mari, and Co. <laughs> All right, no, no, we're, we're definitely going to get to that. But, Ruka, I just want to also tell you, like, leave the predicting to me. You talking about Pippin Masterclass, like, check in with me yeah. before you make those no, types no, of no, predictions. No, it's okay for her to think like that. No, we're not here to marginalize. We're not here to bring down the Arsenal players. And I, but please, I just don't want you to feel like you're allowed to just <laughs> No, quite frankly. No, I mean... He was one of the best players on the field today for both teams. Who? Nicola? No. <laughs> stop. So, like, stop me, that, please. Wow. Nah, the, you know, the best player the was... Past, uh, the past three times... The past three times Arsenal and Chelsea have faced each other, Arsenal has actually, you know, won. So, I thought... Sometimes when... Sometimes these teams need to face the tougher teams for them to actually, like, bust their asses and put in 150%. That's what I expected of Arsenal, and that is what they did until the goal. And then they just went into classic Arsenal. So hmm. I don't think I don't think I was 
I definitely, you know, last episode I predicted that Chelsea would win if we're just going based off of, you know, pound for pound, player for player. But at the same time, you don't also expect a team like Arsenal to just roll over and take it. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. It's true. Arsenal didn't put up a good enough fight for sure. Um, let, let's talk about the other result. I thought that was kind of interesting. The United game. Uh, you know, United versus Southampton. Some of us think Southampton might actually get relegated this season. Um, and United found a way to not win. So, Rookie, please just, you know, let us know what happened, man. What happened to your boys? <sighs> what happened? Anthony Martial. Um, Yo, why the hell did he start? Like, I don't understand. Haven't we decided and, he's not good? That's, 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 my, that's my point. Why did he start? It was very clear to me from... I don't know, 10, 15 minutes in that he just, he wasn't the one to be in there. And yet <laughs> I genuinely thought, oh God, like I, Ole, I thought we moved past this. In my head, I was like, all right, we see what's happening. Changes are going to happen at halftime. Like we can't continue like this. And then I think I, I went to go make coffee. I came back, second half have started and I saw Martial's bald head on my screen and I said, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> So we didn't think to make any changes. Um, yeah, honestly, that performance was just, it was bad. Um, Martial was bad. Like, the, the the standouts for me in terms of poor were Martial, Fred, Matic was not very good either. Um, they the, the team was sloppy, especially when it came to passes um, in the middle of the park. And even, mm. yeah. The team was just very sloppy, and honestly, a more clinical team would have beat United today. A more clinical team would have beat United today. Um, for me, it really just comes down to the starting 11. Why did you change it up from last week? We were riding on a high. Why are you bringing on Martial um, to start? Or even why would you bring him on later in the game? We're just We're not there. I thought Sancho had a good cameo last game. Why not start him and then, you know, kind of let him start getting more involved with people who are going to be starting on a more regular basis. But yeah, from the from from the lineup to just certain players, there was just a bad performance. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't I don't have anything positive to say other than well done Parker and Greenwood. Yo, Pogba is the truth, man. And Greenwood is, you know, he's trying to be a legit player. He's trying to be my At the beginning of the season, the first part, well, the first for me, the question was asked to Rookie. They said, Rookie, do you want Greenwood, a healthy Greenwood, to start every game? She said, not really. I said, Rookie, the answer should be yes. Because that's the best player on your team. Uh, Okay. That's cap. (laughs) That's literally the best player. Okay, obviously you have a solid player player on your team. team. I'm telling you right now, you guys will have will struggle without a Greenwood more so than you would struggle without a Bruno right now, in my opinion. But the th- so the thing is, right now, like if we're looking at the starting eleven today, there was no Rashford, no Sancho, no Cavani. To me, this game was screaming for someone like Cavani to come. Oh back. yeah, yeah, this was a Cavani game completely. Cavani would have changed Cavani that game, game completely. See, so that, 
like you can't greenwood isn't the solution for See, every match no, and he's so young so when we when we still have someone like cavani i don't feel like greenwood should be starting every match when rashford comes back in that's another person that we're adding to to the squad so it's obviously no, no, no. i so the question was not every match, Ricky. The question was, should he be fielded if everybody said not? They didn't necessarily say every game because ideally you don't even want anybody to play every game and start every game. Right. The rest. Yeah, no, understood. We're just saying that in the events that Greenwood is healthy, everybody else in the squad is healthy, are you starting Greenwood? That was a question. Um, I think you know her answer. Party. You're trying to make her. I think that, listen, I understand what you're saying. Ruki's answer is no, simply no. She doesn't think he should start over Cavani and Rashford and Sancho. Am I right, Ruki? That is correct. Hmm. Okay, very interesting. But either way, yes, man. That Man U game was begging for me. It was begging for El Matador. Hmm. They call him the El Matador. Do you know <laughs> that there was a goal that Cavani scored for Uruguay? Hmm. And since that day, well, even prior to that, I respected him. But that day, I honored him. He, the guy passed the ball, right? He now sprinted into the center. Of, do you remember this goal? And they rifled one cross to the guy's head. The guy banged Oh, I ball. know what you're talking about. I can't remember the oh, goal it was against, but I remember it. It was a banging goal. I was just like, wow, this guy is man and beast. So anyways, my point is that for this game, Rookie, you are absolutely right. This game was screaming. Anthony Marshall is trying to activate his Ballon d'Or clause. They are trying to see how they can activate <laughs> It won't happen. Ola, Ola has confirmed it. Rookie has confirmed it. George has confirmed it. It will not happen. That guy, I've told you guys since day one, he can dribble up, but time to just be clinical as a human being with movements, all those things, you can't get it from Anthony. The next Henri, that's who you're talking about like that? No, no, no. Stop that. <laughs> Come off it. Let's not talk about Henri also as well at the time that Arsenal was going through. The second, the second best French striker of all time. Yeah. Okay. No problem. We'll go. We'll get. We'll get to that one later. We'll get to that. <laughs> no, but no. Let's let's actually let's talk about it too. Let's let's do it now. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the best strikers. We're gonna do a segment. Gonna call it um, rank them until we have a better name. I'm gonna start with you, Wula. I want you to give me the top five. Strikers in EPL as of today. We don't know what's going to happen in the future, but today, if I say give me the top five strikers, who are you giving me? Wow, must you start with me? Um, I must <laughs> see. By the way, I'm going to judge you guys based on your answers. You just give me something stupid and just watch what I'll do. Just wow. please. How are you going to beat us? You cannot do anything, man. Relax. He's going to virtually slap. Just what I will, I will assault you guys. <laughs> but before I give you my five, let me chip in a word about the United game. I think that at the start of the season, I said that United's biggest problem this season will not be the new side. It will be Ole. And today it was obvious that that guy still isn't there yet. Still has a lot to learn. Man, Agreed. So much for Sancho. Why... Why is one the big still on it? How long must that guy adapt? We say club don't play his players early. It takes long for them to adapt. But at this rate, you can't even tell. Is the boy sick? Is he injured? You don't know. <laughs> he had the same thing that Arsenal players had. Bruno is the man for them. But let's admit it. Bruno will not come to the party every day. Okay. But at least that boy. Facts. Play the boy somewhere somehow. Eight, maybe fifty, sixty, seven. 
just introduce because we've seen that what, what the boy did with Ayers. He's got he's got a talent. The more you play him, the more he's confident. But he's sitting on the bench and always making some changes. He's a, he brings on Scott Mac McTominay at some point. I'm thinking, wow, you're looking for a goal. What is wrong with you? Anyway, <laughs> anyways, that's Ole. So um, my top five currently. Um, Start from five. Make it interesting. Give us some suspense. Is it, is, it, is it in ascending order, like in terms of who is the best, or I can just name five randomly? Yeah, who's the best? No, no. You're going to have to give okay. us the order. Who's the best? Okay. But I want you to start I'll from put, number five. I'll put, I'll put Lukaku as the best currently, based on what he did in Italy. Oh, and- I said He's stop. i not following direction. Yeah, but I want you to start it's from number five. Number five. Yeah. From the fifth number best. Five. Number five, I'm gonna put Ings, Danny Ings. He's proven that he's Danny Ings. He's got goals Whew. in him. Yeah. <laughs> he's proven okay. that he's got goals in him. Um number four. Wow. Number four. <laughs> can we skip number four and go to number three? I'll come to number four. <laughs> <laughs> However you want to do it, I guess. Okay, number three, <laughs> number three, I'll yeah. put Hansen. Um, Harry Kane is number three. Yeah, hey. he's, still, he's still laser. He's you still that now. guy. He's, you see now? You said he's still that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. No, I like this. I like this. He's a proven scorer. Proven scorer. Let's not, uh, facts. Let's not facts. Harry Kane at number three. Um, number two, I'm going to put... Um, Yeah, exactly. Think about it. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to skip and go to number one. I'm going to put Lukaku <laughs> on number one. It's people yeah. in the EPL who are, who are consistent and scoring. You find out that invented, weekend, uh, invented wingers are scoring more and doing better than strikers. Okay, so number mm. five, I said... Um, um, Danny Inks. Danny Inks. Number four, based mm-hmm. on last season, I put Bamford. He put in seventeen goals. Bamford, not for a guy coming in from the championship. So, yeah, I'll give him okay. that. He come from the championship and bag him seventeen EPL goals. Like, and for playing for mm-hmm. the, okay. Number three, I put in Hurricane. Yes, fact, I'm gonna push Hurricane to number two and Lukaku number one. And we saw that two, coming. <laughs> number three, I'm gonna put. Um, this, this is not fair. Man. I don't know. You guys can take number three. I've got only four. No problem. No problem. I can see you need help. Let me help condense your list for you. Yeah, help me. So help you us your top four. You could not give us five. You just gave us a pocket where we're supposed to put somebody for you. But anyways, so your number one was Lukaku for some reason. Then your number two was Harry Kane. Then your number three was Bamford. Then your number four was Danny Ng. So I can give you a number five. Just no, no, no. so Mika, don't don't give him a number five. This is what we're gonna do. You give us your top five. We're gonna come back to Wool at the end because I think okay. he's gonna hear some other names and he's probably gonna want to make some adjustments. Yes, so, yes, no problem. So number one, rightfully so. Start from number five. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Let me start from number five. Thank you. Thank you for me. Thank you. Number five. I want you guys to just notice. I watch football as one who watches football. I know. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So then let me just give you guys this ranking, okay? I don't like that this guy threw me off with Danny Ings. I'm not going to lie. I'll kind of leave. I'll just keep Danny Ings to the side for now, okay? And I'll use him as a chip, what we call a chip. But me, actually, I want to start with Michael. 
you guys might call him Michel. I call him Michael. I knew you were going to put him on there. Antonio. Antonio. If Antonio is not there, then you guys are not serious. Hmm. Antonio has to be there. The guy is a gauntlet. You understand? Okay. So that's number five. Number four. Number four now, he's just coming from injury, but I've seen this man play. When he's at his prime, he's a daunt. Actually, let me keep him on the side. I have two chips now. I have two chips. Because somebody just came to my mind. This boy is a is a man. They call him Dominic Calvert Lewin. Dominic, I call him Big Dom. You understand? Hmm. You know that Big Dom can give you something. Big Dom is there. Rookie on my line is Big Dom not there. Oh, he was on my list. So. Big Dom is there. What are we saying? What are we saying? So that's number four, right? So now coming to number three, I don't know how somebody as intelligent as Ola forgot the name JV9. Jamie Vardy 9. Jamie Vardy 9. If he's not dead, then what are we doing collectively? Collectively. Okay. Then I would now have to say that number two, number two, Oh, oh did you guys expect? By the way, did you guys expect any Arsenal players on there? You're useless for expecting that. <laughs> so then, Definitely was not. Okay, good. Because I was going to say, so then number two has to be Romelu. I'll give number two to Romelu. It doesn't, you know, it makes sense. You know, we'll see. The guy's going to score 20 to 25 this season. You already know. The guy's already scored one. You understand? <laughs> and then number one, obviously. Number one, obviously, the guy last season most goals, most assists. He was laughing at the league. Hmm. He was laughing at the league. He said, "I do this." They said, "Emeka, Emeka, is he is he is he is he world class?" I said, "He's world class." He said, "No, he's not." <laughs> Ooh, they doubted him. They doubted him, and then the season started. The guy most goals, most assists. I was laughing at the whole chat. I'm like, see what you guys have caused. This is called, it's called, it's called karma. <laughs> so anyways, number one is Harry who? Harry Kane from England. Hmm. To be specific, Harry Kane from England. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Harry Kane, Harry, Harry. You understand? That's my list. To summarize, to summarize, Kane, Lukaku, JV9, Big Dom, and Mikel Antonio. Hmm. Interesting. So real quick, I want to ask you, you made the comment that there's no Arsenal players, which is kind of understandable. But do you think just that one season, Aubameyang has dropped out of it? Because I feel like before last season, Aubameyang would probably be in the top five. Now it's like, you're making it sound like it's obvious that he shouldn't even be in the conversation. Yeah. um, I don't know. I was kind of motivated, but you kind of broke my mood down. Um, (laughs) So Aubameyang should not be on that list because he's not a good striker. Simple. Wow. <laughs> okay, sorry. He's just not a good striker. Quite I forgot frankly, you used to hate on him. I forgot that. Of okay. course, even before. Because like I've said, the day that I knew about Mian could not play was the day that Arsenal had a penalty against Tottenham or London Rivals. Wow. Yeah, 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 and the guy missed that penalty. Please, at that point, you're not my striker anymore. And by the way, the guy plays inside forward. He plays inside forward for Arsenal, doesn't he? Isn't that the Arteta that plays him there? over <laughs> here. Even the top players missed penalties at some point. Oh, please. Ola, not against Tottenham in the 90th minute at their house. White Hart Lane. I feel your pain, but you've got to let it go. Please. See, guys, Arsenal is not top anything. 
<laughs> Nobody is top anything in Arsenal. Yeah, do you know only four clubs, only four clubs this season has not scored a goal? Mm-hmm. Norwich, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, and one other stupid team. <laughs> so please come, let's stop, man. The club's not a club. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I think your list is interesting to say the least. We'll come back to it. Um, George, I'm gonna come to you. Let's get your top five. Let's see if you can do better. Oh yeah, this is the official top five. If you don't have this top five, then I don't even know. But number one, um, number five, actually, I was going to put um, DCL. Because the guy's been really, he's been very impressive. Last, he was impressive last season. He's been impressive so far this season. And he needs, to be, uh-huh. he needs to be in the top five. I think he's number five. Number four, I'm going to have Cavani. I, agree. I think Cavani, like, we saw Ooh, his class. Cavani. He's old. Yeah, the guy's old, yes. But, like, when he's fit and he plays Mind You Minutes, we see his class. We see how good the guy is, right? So, yeah, I still I still think he's, like, two five strikers. I'll put him at number four. Yeah, I'll put him at number four. Number three, I'm going to put... <laughs> I'm going to put Aubameyang. Oh my god. I, wanted, I mean, are you just trying to be funny or you really think he should no, be there? Nah, I, I wanted to see I'll, I'll, I'll actually, but <laughs> Nah, number three, I'm gonna put Vardy. I think Vardy's class, man. Like the guy has been around since 2014. Oh, okay, okay. He's okay. been through struggles, like you know, like the guy was working like a, a nine-to-five job at some, at, some, at a certain point in his career, all of a sudden, you know. I, I you gotta respect the guy. He's, oh my god, working good. a nine-to-five job, the struggle must be tough. <laughs> so hard. Oh my god. Yeah. Man, the kind of stuff we let them tell us and we just we get inspired by is crazy. But the guy was a cashier. Wasn't he a cashier? He was a cashier. You should make a memoir about me. Anyways, no, Vardy, he, was a, but, he was a steel welder or something like that. Yeah, some 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 like yeah. But now, you know, Vardy's Vardy. He's number three. And number two, I'm gonna put in Lukaku, I think. We all know how good this guy is. We don't know what Uli was thinking when he decided to ship him off to Inter Milan. But Lukaku is number two. Number one, there's only one striker, right? Harry Kane. He's, he's like the top striker. Harry. Yeah. Harry. Huh. Interesting. I'm trying to Interesting. think. Like, I was trying to I think. I want to ask yeah. you, George. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to skip the Cavani thing because I... I'm a little perplexed that you're having me a top five. Um, but DCL, I always hear Mika, he does this thing, especially when he used to hit on Aubameyang a lot. He used to say, like, Aubameyang couldn't head. Aubameyang couldn't shoot with his left. Like, you know, random, like, nitpicking. DCL, I know he's a nice striker. He, you know, he scores goals. But I low-key think he's better with his head than his feet. What do you think about that assessment? Or am I just, am I just being annoying? Like, nah, the guy scores most of his goals with his head, I feel like. That's fair, cause like the guy has leap. I think his leap is second to Ronaldo. The guy could jump. So if that's his strongest, you know, um, ability, why not utilize it, right? But I also think he also he's like he's more of a poacher. He's like one of those guys who just is always at the end mm-hmm. of process, at the end. Like that's the kind of striker he is. And I don't know, it's just he stands out. Like when you watch that Everton team, he's always at the like, end. Like you think? Do you think that? Do you think that he could play? Do you think he could play in a team like Manchester City 
right? Yeah. Like being yeah. a top striker is good if you score goals for your current team, but can you go to another team? See, the thing is, you cannot, you cannot judge a striker based on the team they can play in. You understand? Right now, he's playing at Everton. I'm pretty sure I can play United. I'm pretty sure I can play at Chelsea. To play at City, you just don't need to be a like you know. You just don't need to. You you have to like have good ball control. You have to know how to pass. There's a lot that comes to being a striker at Manchester City. It's not just you know. If that's the case, then you. But I feel like we're underrating. I feel like we're underrating DCL's link up play though. Like he's exactly. actually very good. Yeah, at the, that. the guy's yeah. the guy's good. That's what I was gonna so, say. That. I'm, I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, he's the thing. I was gonna is, say yeah. that. No, and then two, Popo, Popo has a point. Like he cannot, like his finishing with his. It's not. It's not like like you know, like the Hurricane or like uh, the Cavani. It's not like it doesn't look like that. But he's more of a poacher. Well, that's why. That's why we're ranking them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think he deserves it. No, but you guys understand that there there is, there is the realm of mastery. There are different realms of mastery with strikers. Do you see what I'm saying? So, right. like the caliber of striker that Luis Suarez is, exactly. is not the same type of striker that Lewandowski is. is. But Lewandowski is also world class because yeah. of his just grinding ability. You see, yeah, exactly. that's why I can kind of see why George can put Cavani in there because those guys, yes, they're headmasters. Lewandowski is a headmaster, that's for sure. Okay, and then Cavani is a headmaster, that's for sure. He'll win you. He'll beat you on the header. He, mm-hmm. His leap is not that great, but he's strong. He's very accurate. And then Dom, big Dom, easy. And his local play, you know, there you have strikers that are targets, man. You have strikers that are false nines, you know. So it depends on the on the realm of mastery you're choosing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the target man play, the DCL is actually top three as a target man in England exactly. right now. Mind you, also Delapo, I don't think there's okay, that many. Okay. I don't think you guys are loving many, DCL. I don't think there's that many strikers in the market right now or in current football right now. There's not that many strikers to you know look at. So. Some of these strikers. I have maybe, a list of like twenty strikers in EPL that you guys could consider. Good stop. Maybe you should have done that before. Yeah, I did actually have a good list too on my side. I had a lot of like like Jimenez. I knew was going to show himself. Jimenez. Um, obviously, Danny Ings, like uh, Ula rightfully said, Ings is actually also a top. Adams is decent, you know. So there's a couple a couple guys. I you know I was going to go even Kalum, but it's all good. There were a couple other guys I could have mentioned. Yeah, no, it's okay. Your list is final. Um, rookie, let's see. What's your what's your top five? So my top five um, starts with DCL. Okay. I know you're so happy about that. <laughs> um, number four, I have Cavani. Ah, uh, what's happening here? <laughs> like, did you guys make your list together or what? Like. No, I think we're seeing a trend here. Maybe you were the one who was off. Anyway. I don't even know yeah. my top five yet. <laughs> so, I have Cavani. And number three, I have Lukaku. Hmm. Number two, I have JV9. Wow. And then number one, there can only be one, and that's Harry Kane. I don't understand how he comes in third on a list. I don't have a single idea what is going on in Africa right now. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> he, he changed it to number two, guys. Olaf <laughs> has drank well, some think, sort of juice. I think what you guys are missing is that I, I have to come in first. Man. It's, 
after my list to make it easier for excuse me. Excuse us. Excuse us. No, no, no. See, so, I don't so, under. Let so, me rephrase. So, okay, it's okay. not that I don't know how Kane came in in number three. It's how he didn't come in number one. No, he's he is at number two on my list, not number three. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm saying I don't understand how he's not that number is, one on that anyone's is my list. opinion. That is my opinion. Okay, but why? So opinion. why? What is he? What is he lacking that he's not number one? Trophies, right? Any trophy? I've said it exactly. And, I'm, 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 and that's wait. But, We're so gonna use a has, has, has Lukaku won? Has Lukaku won the league? Has Lukaku won the league in England? He's won Serie A, like what do you mean? Oh. No, but I said, has he won the league in England? No. So let me make my point. I'm saying that if you score the number of goals, um, um, Kane scores, it must it must translate into some carabao, anything. Isn't it more impressive that Kane has scored and assisted that many times, and his team is so shit that they ended up seventh? Like you scored and assisted the most in the league, but the rest of your team is so shit See, that the highest you could come was seventh. That's not on Kane. Well, uh, the reason why Pep shipped out the man they call Otamendi. You guys remember Otamendi? The yeah, point is that Pep saw that Otamendi was a fraud because it didn't matter how many goals Aguero scored or <laughs> Sterling scored. <laughs> Otamendi would still compromise them. So Pep said Otamendi trying to... You should see him as a speaker now. He's captain and he's doing very well. Eh? I've watched. I'm sure he's doing very well. Name three strikers in the entire country of Portugal. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm sure he's doing great. Nah, Emeka. <laughs> wow. I think, nah. The season, the season Man City won the league. I think, I think it was it Pep's first season. Otamendi was like crucial in that, in that, in that title winning season. He was, he was really, he was really playing with really well. I'm sure he was, but he's not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, let's not get distracted by the Otamendi comments. <laughs> I don't disrespect Kane. I really, really, mm-hmm. I love, I love that guy. I feel like he's at the right place at the wrong time, and it hurts me all the time. I don't like City. Mm. But just so that Kane accomplishes what he wants, I'd love it if he moves to City because I I, I know he's guaranteed trophies at City. So so let me ask you this because it it is an interesting argument to say you don't rank him number one simply because of trophies because like to your point, if he goes to City, he could even go to City and be hurt the whole season, not play a single game, and they can win the league. Does that now make him number one because he was technically a Manchester City player? Bro. Like he had no, uh, he had no impact on that season. Nah, that that, that, that is a hypothetical situation, but it's the ifs and buts and all that. But I'm saying that let's not forget But when he plays his classes, no, the guy is class. He scores with the head, scores with the left foot, scores with the right foot. Good linker play, runs into channels, positioning amazing. I don't think there's any striker in the EPL. That is good at all that I've mentioned, like Kane. All I have said is that Kane is in the wrong way. It makes it difficult for him to be world-class. Because if you put him in a group of all the world-class players, they are winning trophies back-to-back. Now, when just keeps doing it, Suarez, all the guys... Big Benz! 
Do you see the players around Lewandowski? You said? Do you see the players around Lewandowski? Yes. So I said he should move. It is not Kane's problem. I'm saying I will not put Kane in my world class players. That's fair. He's that's not for fair. the trophy. Uh-huh. And that is not that's fair. Yeah, that's so fair. Should move. I don't know why this is. And I'll put it on the chat. It is no disrespect to Kane. That's why I said he's world class, but he's not there. If there's a second tier one, he should move to a club where he can cement it. Oh. All the world class strikers I know have got trophies. They've got it to show for it. Kane has not even got Chenesa in my language. Because of, I don't know if you know what Chenesa is. George, how do I say it? Yeah. But you play with that ball in, in, in Nigeria, it's made of plastic and it's got this hard end at one end. If your foot is up, then you are dead. <laughs> you call Chenesa. That guy has not even got that. Guys, Kane and, and, and like okay. I said, I don't have it, but I'd, I'd, I'll take it if he goes there and will, just so he can cement that world class title. That nothing to go. That's crazy. But he'll get Carabao, he'll get FA Cup, he might get the league, Champions League. We all know what will happen. Right. That's crazy. Hmm. Okay, well, I guess scoring the most goals and having the most assists in one season is still not good enough. So at this point, Kane is supposed to put a cape on his back and fly to the defense and then defend the ball and then just fly again back to the you offense. Not just <laughs> Kane must leave Spurs. It's not about Kane, it's about the team. No, I, understand. No, I, no, I definitely get your argument. I definitely get your argument. It's a sound one, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <clears throat> so let, let me give you guys the, the, the real top five. Um, okay. I realize I, like I don't like this. I don't the real top five. <laughs> yeah, but let's get a real top five. This, this is a real top five. I realize this this uh, exercise is actually more difficult than I thought it was because one two is kind of obvious. Everything else, I think a lot of these players are similar levels actually. Um, but at number five, Patrick Bamford. We have to put him at number five because I say so. I know he plays in a team that gives him a lot of chances, but the guy scores goals, has link-up play. Last season, some some you know some people told me he doesn't move, he doesn't have good movements. Well, I disagree. His movement no. is incredible, impeccable. No. No. Are you are you some people? <laughs> no, he's trash. Bamford is trash. Bamford no. at number five. The guy's actually trash. Wow, well, you just wow. don't have to do that. You don't you don't have to do that. I'm well, saying yeah. Bamford isn't trash. He is. Trash. Okay, well. Uh, who's number four? At number four, Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy's at number four. He's under decline a little bit. You can see Leicester City starting to think about what happens after he's done. He's, he's getting there, but Vardy's incredible. His goal scoring. Last season, he really impressed me with his link, like his passing. I don't know if he had the most assists of his career. He probably did because he was um, he was the one making a lot of those passes to here and at show and all those things. So I was very impressed by him. Vardy at number four. At number three... This is, you know, a bit of a risk because he hasn't played in a while. But Raul Jimenez has to be number three because when he's fully healthy, the guy has everything. Like, he is a prototypical nine. Like, he's perfect at a nine. So, I like Jimenez. I think he could play in any team in the world and he will be banging in goals regularly. Um, At number two, Harry Kane. For all the reasons you guys have said, Harry Kane is Harry Kane. I don't have to explain why, you know, he's up there. And at number one... Come on, Lukaku, big rum. <laughs> big rum is number one. I understand you guys love Harry Kane. You know, he passes, cross the field pass, boom. 
Man United nice. sold Big Rome because he wasn't delivering. Nobody has ever done that to, Luka, uh, to Harry Kane. There has um, never been a single individual who has looked at Harry Kane and has said, Harry Kane, you're not delivering for the club. I mean, you're absolutely right that that never happened to Harry Kane. But Lukaku was also unfairly treated in that season. Like I, His season was not as bad as it was purported to be. And he was injured at the beginning of that season, if I'm not All mistaken. All I'm saying is that somebody has looked at Lukaku and has determined that he was not good enough, so they sold him. Whereas that no, realization no. has never happened. It has. It in has. fact, can... it's the exact opposite. That is, Harry Kane is trying to leave, and they are saying, "On oh, my life, you're not going anywhere because of how valuable you are to me. It's the exact opposite. You could say so the same reason for... Alone, I'll put Kane over. You could say the same for Harry Kane because... You know, he had loan spells at Leicester, Norwich, and the likes at some point in his career. No, no, no. I'm talking since I'm talking as as a, as a Tottenham player, bro. For the yeah, past ten a, years, you can't say a, that Harry Kane has almost. He has actually. He didn't play. To, he didn't play at Tottenham for you know since the start of his career. He had to go on loan spells at to Norwich. He had to go to Nor- um, Leicester at some point. Yeah, but we're talking about right now in the most in the most recent history. Lukaku was in Prem 2019, 18-19 season. Likewise, Harry Kane. And when they both played, guess who the highest goal scorer was? You could make a case. You could it was Harry Kane. I know, but so you your your point, Emeka, your point would actually be your point would be very good if it was a career thing. But my question is also today. Now. So you going back two seasons tells me, okay, maybe Kane was better that season. I'm not gonna argue about that. But right now, I'm taking Lukaku with my team before I'm taking Harry Kane. That's why he's my number one. I've seen Lukaku score in every team he's ever played for. Mm-hmm. Everton, West Brom, Chelsea, Inter Milan, Belgium. Like, did I say United? United, like, everywhere. I'm not saying Harry Kane can't. I'm just saying I haven't seen it in different systems. He's in a team that everything is about him, and it works. But yeah, Lukaku yeah. can do it anyhow, anywhere, however you want it. Goals. Wow. You could also Whatever, make the man. argument that Whatever. no one really try to buy Harry Kane until, like, you know, the season. You can also make that argument. Like, no, no, <laughs> Nobody no wanted him. Hold on. No guys, guys, can I just give you... I know the lapo that you said right now, so I'm not going to digress. I get your points, okay? But please, just let us travel back in time. Just very quickly, and I'm just going to give you guys some data points, if you don't mind. Okay, 2015-2016, highest goal scorer, Harry Kane, number one. Romelu Lukaku... Number four, Kane scored 25 goals. Lukaku scored 18 goals. What team was he playing? Okay, hold on, hold on. What team was United? No. 2015? Yeah. 16-17. Oh. Wait, what? So, 16-17, top scorer was, guess who? Harry Kane, 29 goals. Number two, Lukaku, 25. Okay. So, now let's go 18 right let's go 18 19 guys 18 19 number one mo salah okay harry kane was number seven but that season we all know he was injured no problem okay now 19 20 top scorer vadi okay kane was seven at this point lukaku was not here and then we all know what happened last season so there has actually never been a time when lukaku and kane were in the same league and Lukaku scored more goals that game. Never, such a thing has never happened. But if you still want to use that to still put Lukaku above him, that's completely fine. I'm just saying that they have played together in the same league, back to back to back to back, 
And there has never been a time that at the end of the season, Lukaku scored more goals than Kane. But it's fine. I'm just throwing that stat. No, no, no. That that's an interesting point that you you know you bring up. You know, to to your point, the, you prefaced it all with saying it's the past that we're talking about right now. But also, I want to ask you just a simple question. I want us to actually move on from this. I think we've you know talked about this a little bit. We can come back to it in the future. Um, do you think that the Lukaku that left United and the Lukaku that just came back to Chelsea, do you think that's the same player? Honestly, honestly, uh, I think only time will tell. I do not believe that he acquired anything, you know, anything marvelous at his spell in Inter. With all due respect, I think, you know, if anything, the competition in in Italy is not as strong, and therefore I expect him to maybe be roughed up a bit more now that he's back in England and he now sees what the strength of England will be. So quite frankly, I don't expect him to score as many goals, but... I think he's still highly comparable to the Lukaku that left. I don't think he's miles ahead now. I don't think he has improved significantly. I think his style of play is still the same. Maybe his touch for his first touch maybe has hopefully gotten better. But that was the only thing that he was lacking, right? So at the end of the day, I don't think there's anything he didn't drink chemical X and become a power puff boy in Italy. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know. So one thing one thing I don't understand, Delapo, is I don't know why they keep like, you know, uh they keep saying Lukaku does not have maybe like ball control, or whatever. Like, what you know, he doesn't have ball control. Let's just end at that. You could also say Kane doesn't have pace. As a striker, you need pace. I don't mm-hmm. know why you have to use one skill set to judge the player overall. Kane does not have any type of pace. So, do you think I'm going to counter I don't know about that. Yeah, if you have like one good skill yeah, or like ability, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You can maximize on it. Just maximize on it. It doesn't matter whether you look. Aku doesn't have first touch, but for some reason, he scores more than fifty goals every se- oh, like every season. Like, come on, you cannot use that to like you know downplay. Yeah, and I do think that that's something that I would actually I'll blame the EPL for that. EPL and their fans and their hype machine. I think they they do that where if they it's just the narrative. It's the narrative they want to create. When they wanted to tell us Lukaku was not good, they knew about first touch. We're talking about DCL. I don't know that DCL has that great of a first touch. Oh I'm not saying it's bad, but are we saying if we're listing his his top qualities, his first touch is probably not going to be in there. But nobody's going to come for him and say, "Oh, he doesn't have a, fir- a good first touch. He's not a top five striker." It depends on what narrative you're selling. And EPL, you know, they know how to sell narrative when they don't like you. Racism. Yeah, wow. Yo, so actually, let's let's. Oh God, what did I just do? <laughs> Guys, I entered a club <laughs> clubhouse room. Adam and Eve. I don't know what that's about. That's George's type of room. Um, let's talk about the <laughs> upcoming games of the the next game week. Um, Liverpool Chelsea is probably the big one. Um, Rookie, I'm going to start with you real quick. What do you expect then from this game? Um, and who who needs this game more? Who needs these points more? Liverpool or Chelsea? I think. Liverpool needs the points more. And I say that because they have more of a statement to make that, you know, they're back after their um, shaky season last year. So I think that Liverpool definitely has more to lose by losing this game, just on a, you know, trying to flex your muscles, make a statement standpoint. Um, honestly, I think it's going to be a pretty cagey affair, especially in the first half. And then second half is going to be Gragra. Everybody's trying to, you know, outdo the other team. But I could see this game just turning out to be a draw, you know, wouldn't be surprised by a nil-nil, one-one kind of affair. But it'll be interesting. 
Hmm. Ola, Liverpool fan here. What do you expect in going to this game? Is this a game you need to win? Are you excited for the chance to play Chelsea that, you know, everyone is kind of happy and hype about right now? You know, what's going to happen with Lukaku versus Van Dijk? Like, just tell us what to expect. Um, I think that it's going to be a good game. Um, um, like you said, I don't think that the winner of this game really determines, like, it's too early in the season to tell where it goes. But uh, whoever wins, of course, makes a statement. Um, it, it will be a real test, especially after the injuries we've had. DVD is back, Matip is back. This will be a real challenge to see if they are really back or whatever they've been having is um, a cheap one because um, the defenders are not good, uh, the strikers are not good. So Chelsea will be a real test, and I'm uh, yeah. looking forward to it. Um, we will probably have um, good players. I think that um, the match will, will be played on the wings and in the midfield. Will we James be confident enough to run up that match and take those positions? Will Trent go that far away? Would Liverpool play that high line? Will Chelsea like be confident? All right, I think we just the lost the Wula. So, that's yes, fine. I think he had a, he had something um, come up. Um, but yeah, no. Let, let's make out. What do you expect then? Let's let's do the Lukaku versus Van Dijk. I'm interested in that. We saw him kind of, you know. Hold on. Kill. So I can see Ola. Yeah, He's still talking. I still, I yeah, I can still see hmm? and hear Ola. <laughs> okay, so I I just he just popped back up on my screen. I could not hear him at all. I apologize. Yeah, so let yeah me, no, he was here. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, hear you now. Yeah, let me put in my Chelsea Liverpool comment and then leave. Okay, and give us a score too while you're at it. Now he left. Oh, now he's gone. Now he's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's no. No. He should. Existence. He, he should go. He should go. This game is not as important as what's going on in life. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you the Lukaku versus Van Dyke. You know the battle. What do you expect? In we saw how Lukaku, of course, like had an easier time of it with Pablo Mari, right? Um, Van Dyke is stronger, supposedly better, right, George? So what do you think yes. that, that matchup is going to look like? No, actually, no. Actually, no. Yeah, with all due respect, um, please, again, I keep saying we don't need to talk about Arsenal or anything involving <laughs> Arsenal. You can just ask the question. Don't really bring up Mari. Just okay. Okay, so now, yes, that's going to be a showdown, right? Because we want to see what a big, strong striker can do against a big, strong center back. We get it. I do think that Van Dijk likely has more of the acumen required to lock Lukaku than Lukaku has acumen to unlock Van Dyke. You see what I'm saying? So basically, I think that Van Dyke will have the better game when the two are being pit against each other. Um, ultimately, I still think Chelsea will win that game, hmm. but I don't believe that it's because of anything Lukaku will do. I think likely somebody else will pick on maybe Matip's side or go down Trent's side or something like that, you know, but I don't think it's just going to be an out-and-out Lukaku dominance versus maybe a Van Dyke weakness. But I will say this, that at the beginning of the season, I told guys that Liverpool was going to finish first or second. And I am very confident now, after having seen how they are now delivering two clean sheets back-to-back, -back, I now see that uh, their first game was a clean sheet, correct? 3-0? Yeah, but... And their second game was 2-0, correct? I understand that you put the opponents. Uh, who have they faced? 
Like, yeah, no, I, no, I agree with you. No, 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 don't worry. It's more so, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. It's the same reason why Demarai Gray scored. You guys don't see certain things that I see, but it's fine. <laughs> I so, was actually waiting for you to break that up. Arsenal's no, savior. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But my point is that ultimately, I do believe that that Liverpool will win that game. Okay? I do believe that Moussa oh. will... Yeah, I do believe that Moussa will step up. Sadio Mane is a, is a big game player and has always been since day one. I like to believe that. <laughs> Stop it. There's no need to laugh. There's no need to laugh. Yeah. Go look at his Champions League record. And then... So I, I do believe that Liverpool win that game off of just being more dominant in the attacking front. As you mm. can see, even today, Arsenal, even Arsenal, simple... Why am I even talking about them? But for the first 15 minutes, like I said, they even changed Chelsea. You understand what I'm saying? Not to mm. say that, that Chelsea didn't become the better team, but if Arsenal even has a capacity to control you like that, I feel like Liverpool certainly does. And so I want to see, last but not least, because I need to verify um, one more thing. So give me one second here. Okay, so one last thing is that the game is at Anfield. That mm-hmm. the fans are back in. As you know, it's a, it's a shelter. What's the term that I'm looking for? Not shelter. It's a... It's a fortress. It's a fortress. Yes, exactly. Those caliber <laughs> of, 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 of identifiers. Mm-hmm. So I think that if anything, it'll be an even tougher challenge in Anfield when the entire field is red. The entire stadium is red. Everybody is shouting, we will never, and all that stuff. So I just feel like it's just... <laughs> No, I, I think it'll be interesting to see the crowd there. I remember, was it last season, George, that club said, oh, they have to come come to our house and face us, and, you know, it didn't really go the way Liverpool thought it would? Yeah, it sure did the, not. The funny thing is, after he said that, the next game week, they allowed fans in the stadium, and they did not win. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know what that guy keeps saying. But, like, that Chelsea game, I'm really excited to see that game because seeing what Lukaku did to Pablo Mari. And I think he's going to pick up Van Dijk because Pablo Mario plays on the left-hand side, right? And Lukaku is going to... Van Dijk also plays on the left-hand side. So I feel like it's going to be a mm-hmm. Van Dijk-Lukaku mm-hmm. duo, like the whole game. And I cannot wait to see that game because Lukaku is strong, right? Van Dijk is supposedly strong too, but we'll see, right? We will see. <laughs> Why does it have to be supposedly? I don't know. We will see. I, I really, I'm really excited for that game. Trent... Is he gonna keep like Omega said? Is he gonna go up? Is he gonna attack? Because if you do attack, I'm pretty sure Timo Werner is gonna play that game just because of you know transposition, his pace, his pace. He's yeah. gonna like take uh, advantage of. So like then, is, is Trent's gonna go up? Right? Is Trent's gonna like attack? Is uh, Robertson? Uh, yeah, Robertson will always attack. I think Robertson's gonna play over Chimiskas. Robertson, Robertson is not playing. What's his name? Smiknikas or whatever. No, nah, I think Robertson Shemikas. should be back because he got. Robertson is gonna be back. I thought it was a serious injury. That's the thing. I thought he so was too, already like... warming up. Um, oh, yesterday. I just bought the Smiknikas guy to my know. FPL team. Yeah, it's too just bad. Oh, no plans. why did I literally just did that like earlier today? I was below average. I needed to do something drastic. Wow, no, that's that's too bad. That's too bad. Yeah, so I think Robertson will be back for that game. Uh, I think Chelsea's gonna win that game. Chelsea should win that game comfortably. I'll say three one, three one Chelsea win. Three one Chelsea. You don't even believe yourself saying that. No, nah, I was gonna say four zero, but then I was like, you know, Liverpool score one. Four zero. Yeah. It's just he has an agenda. It's let's not, not let's not dive not, into the agenda. You guys are saying this now, right? <laughs> We're gonna come here next week, and then the score mm-hmm. will be three one four zero, and then you guys will be like, 
oh, but we all knew this. We all saw this. That's, that's <laughs> no. exactly what you guys are going to say. I'm telling you, the scoreline. No, if, if the score is 4 0, trust me, I'm not going to say we all saw this coming. No one sees that I'm coming. Saying. That's what I'm like. I feel like it's going to be four goals, but three belong to Chelsea and one to Liverpool. So 3 1. Yo, they couldn't even score three past Arsenal. No offense, Emeka. But they couldn't even score three past <laughs> Arsenal. You think they're scoring three past Liverpool? Hmm. I know agenda must have No, I know that. Like... But what I'm trying to tell you is Arsenal is like Chelsea's kryptonite. Apparently, they've only won three times in the past 14 games. You understand? So if you broke that kryptonite today, you know. You're like, unbeatable. No, you're unbeatable. Like, yeah, George, George I mean, said that Arsenal is going to beat Chelsea 2 1. <laughs> just keep that in mind. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just reminding the viewers that you said that Arsenal was going to beat Chelsea two one. Uh, that is, Arsenal was going to score the first goal, but they were going to score another goal. Anyways, anyways, that aside, you know, nah, sometimes you get predictions wrong, right? Sometimes you do get predictions. Wrong. Sometimes it happens, right? It happens. But like, yeah, like oh, man. I don't think you should look at because Chelsea did not score Arsenal. More than two goals. I'm, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is be realistic. No, I'm not being real. I'm, I'm not being. This is being realistic. I feel like they're gonna beat Liverpool three one. I don't understand how unrealistic that is. Like I feel like that. Is Rookie, I want to ask you what what do you think the score is gonna be? And then do you also think like this is like an early season? Like if Liverpool wins this game, we have to of course take them seriously. They can win the league, right? Is that yeah. how you would take it? No, I think it's too soon no? to be saying. I think it's too soon to be saying things like that. I think that it's like I said. I think that it's more important for them to win so they can be taken more seriously. But mm-hmm. I don't think that automatically goes. Oh well, yeah, Liverpool's back. They're definitely winning the league. No, let's not get crazy. Um, I think I already said. I think it's going to be a draw. Personally, um, I think it's going to be a draw. I'm going one one. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And Mika, what do you think the score is going to be? You never gave me a score. Yeah, I think Liverpool wins this one. To be honest, it's in Anfield, so I expect dominance from Liverpool. So I'll give you. Uh, <clears throat> has Chelsea considered a goal this season? Nope. No. They've kept two clean sheets, right? They have. Right. Right. Well, I'll give you two zero. I don't think Chelsea gets a goal at Anfield. Hmm. Interesting. 2-0. All right. No, no. You guys are, you know, different scores. I like it. Um, I definitely think Liverpool is going to win or it will be a draw. Uh, it's going to be 1-0. That's that's what I'm feeling. The spirit is telling me Liverpool wins 1-0. Nah. Wow. Boring game, actually. It's not going to be exciting at all. I don't think don't even Don't even watch crazy. it. No, because it's like Chelsea's going to go there to defend for their lives. Like... No, watch the game, but don't expect fireworks. That's all. It's gonna be boring. I feel like defensively they're pretty, pretty equal. I don't think it's gonna be defending for their lives. Oh no, no, sorry. When I say defending for their lives, I don't mean it in that it'll be a desperation. I mean it in terms of both teams are gonna be cautious, and if both teams are cautious, then we're just gonna watch them keep the ball. Like, and we know Chelsea likes to keep the ball. They like to do that nonsense. So. They do. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not that many goals in this game. I don't think there will be. I really don't. Although I am a bit worried about Liverpool's current starting lineup. That is, they start Elliot in the midfield these days. I'm wondering who, who is Elliot. 
So, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out who Elliot is. But I think once that is rectified, because looking at the bench, Thiago was able to play. Um, Fabinho hopefully will come back. I think he's going through something emotional. So mm. they said he has been out for personal reasons. Mm. Um, so I hope he's okay and I hope it's not like a loss in the family. And um, yeah, Dolapo, to answer your question, Robertson was on the bench today, so he's definitely going to play that game. I sure, I, I'm so mad. I did not even like... I really yeah. thought the guy was done for the season. Like, yeah. Honestly, that's how Klopp made it sound. And then I saw him warming up during the second half yesterday, nah, and I was on. upset. He actually came on. Wait, he came on? Yeah, they took Timiskis off. I thought oh. he was just warming up. Nah. Uh, I don't think I don't think he came on. No. Yeah, I don't think he came I just on. saw him warming up. It's, on the it's only three players that came on: Alcantara, Firmino, and Joe Gomez. Yeah, he didn't just saw him warming up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't come on. But to to your point, I think he certainly will play that game. Maybe there's ever a game that they need him to come back. It's that <laughs> my, one. My God, ah, I can't believe I did this. Okay, okay. Yeah, so these managers are playing with freaking lives this season when it comes to FPL. I tell you, man, I'm just mad because I just really I did not have to do my transfers like today. I was just emotional with my team and how is uh, your team with life? Well, that's a real question. Uh, <laughs> I have I think I have a bust of the week loading. Um, for this game week, I'm hoping someone does worse, but I, I don't have any hope at this point. How many do you have? How many points do you have? Uh, I think I have 20 something, but Mings is coming on for me, so it's going to be like 41 or 42. Oh, Mings has 15. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, if you can get above 35, you likely won't be busted. Yeah, yeah oh no, I'm going to be above 35, I'm going to get 43 points. No, Mengs has 15 points. Yeah, luckily, I still have three unplayed players, two of which are Vardy and Antonio. So I think I'll be decent. And I'm going to get Mason Mount's uh, bonus points and Luke Shaw's bonus points as well. Oh, yeah, sure. me too, actually. Yeah. Shaw had got bonus points? Mm-hmm, he got two bonus points. Oh, really? Oh, he got two. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let, let's, talk about the, let's talk about the United game. Let's predict that, that game as well. Um, United faces Wolves next week. Rookie, I'll start with you. What do you think the score is going to be? Are you guys going to bounce back? I think we will bounce back. I'm thinking a 1-0 or 2-1. It's going to be a low-scoring game. All right. It's Which one do you want me to write? What's, what's your final score? My final score? I'm going to go with 2-1 because defensively we're shit. And Do you want to see Varane play? I do, but I, he didn't play today. Mm-hmm. So... I'm I'm sticking with two one. I think Jimenez will get a goal, and then maybe Bruno and Cavani. There we go. Yeah, I'm a little scared. I hope that Ole does not forget Varane on the bench like he did with Van der Beek for like a season and a half now. <laughs> yeah, it's been a season. Relax. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we can make it a season and a half. Listen, well, let's prorate it. Like he's, it doesn't look like he's about yeah. to play anytime soon. He doesn't even get sub appearances. He had a good good preseason, so I'm not understanding. Yeah, I think Ole just does not know what to do with the guy. Like, I don't think Ole knows, like, who or what he is. He's like, who's this guy that you bought for me? Let him go on loan then. Oh, facts. Um, Let's see. Mika, what do you think is going to be? Wolves United. Yeah, no, I think... uh, Well, actually, I was surprised that United tied Sutton. Is the game at Old Trafford? No. Oh, Okay. Well, honestly, I don't see Wolves being much of a threat. I don't think they have the offensive prowess. So I'll give United that game. 
Um, Adama went crazy. He just you know can't score, but he did he did some things against. But when I but when I said Adama needs to come to Arsenal, what were you saying? (laughs) Yo, if he comes to Arsenal, you're not gonna let him do what he does, guy. But then Arteta has to leave. But there are three (laughs) players. There are three players right now that need to just take ownership of their careers, and I I don't think they are. Jesse Lingard has had he has proven himself. He proved himself in West Ham. We do not need to have Jesse on the bench anymore at any club. I agree with that. So this is what I don't know what Arsenal is doing. Like, go and pick the kid up if he's going to be willing to come. Jesse Lingard at Arsenal? He wants to stay in England. Okay. He wants to stay in England. These guys don't usually want to go to Italy and all that. No, they don't. Exactly. Adama Traore needs to take ownership of his career. He's too good. He's better than Wolves. (laughs) Adama needs to leave Wolves. Jesse Lingard needs to leave. And last but not least... um, all these guys that go to City, like Bernardo Silva and them, whether they're Britain, <laughs> all, they, all of them, Mares, all of them, they should leave. All of them just need to like take ownership of their careers and just leave. They're comfortable. Yeah, but that's no, that's weak. Go and win titles with. I think that's team. what they're doing. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, like come on, man. Like, why is Jesse Lingard on the? The guy scored like eleven goals in like ten games last season. He was out of this world. He was. Like, why is he on the bench? And then you're starting Marshall? Like, come right off it. <laughs> yeah, no. But, yeah, I think United wins that 2-0. Maybe 3-0. All right. 2-0. George, what do you think the score is going to be? I think United should win that game. Uh, I'll go with, like, yeah, 2-0. 3-0, actually. 3-0. 3-0, Okay. Yeah, I don't think United is going to score three goals, but 2-0. 2-0 sounds comfortable and correct. Good job, Amika. You got the score. Thanks. <laughs> um, and, you know, the, the last time we're going to talk about Arsenal in this episode, Amika, luckily for you, um, we're going to predict the Arsenal versus City game. City, of course, they started off the season with a loss. Then they did what everyone expected them to do to Norwich, which is pump them, give them five. Exactly. It's like we know the City formula. They lose a game. They beat the next team by five. Um, so now that they've beat the team by five, luckily that's not Arsenal. What do you think happens? You know, Arteta against the master or, you know, student versus the master. What do you expect in the Mecca? Do you think Arteta knows City? George told us he knows all their players. He's the one that motivated them last season before, or the season I before. I it was really the ma- you. You said that. You I, said all the players love Arteta. He's the no, one that makes them play. You no, said no, this. No, 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 no. I said Sterling. He improved Sterling's finishing because Sterling came out. Oh, here. only Sterling. I said Sterling. Yeah, I don't know about student versus master. I don't know that anybody was ever a student. But he, like, he wasn't learning. No, no, he wasn't learning. He wasn't in class. He wasn't in class. <laughs> no, but, but but I do see that game as... Because you know what in that game at the Etihad? Mm-hmm. Our, we are completely finished. We are completely <laughs> finished. Completely. Brentford gave us two. <laughs> Think about it. Brentford gave us two. Yeah, that mm-hmm. game is five zero again. That game is another five zero. I mean, like, I'm I'm your... you, I am assuring you guys right now that game is five zero minimum. <laughs> we're not scoring, and we're considering at least five. That's very extreme. Okay, it it, it is very extreme. Like, come on, five zero. Well, you're not Norwich. So like, come on, stop. Okay. Brentford give us two. Chelsea give us two. Exactly. Um, so two, 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 two. You guys are exactly. on a two, two diet. And City is better than those two teams. So mm. 
it is what it is. Okay. Rookie, what do you think the score is going to be for Mekai's being dramatic? What's the more realistic score? I think the score will be... I'm going to go with 3-0. Damn, you guys no more thinks that Arsenal can score. Why would they score for that one? <laughs> so they're not going to score this whole season. Like... No, no, they we'll will. Score. Not against. I'm just not in August. Which I think we'll score against Norwich or Crystal okay. Palace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surprised. All right, three zero rookie. Yeah, three zero. Okay, George, what do you think? Score. Uh, two zero city. Two zero. Man, I don't know why guys are being nice. It's not being nice. I feel like it's so one you're saying that Brentford and City will score the same number of goals. It doesn't work like against that. Against Arsenal? It doesn't work like Exactly. That. It's not like a math equation. I know how it does not work. I totally understand. But Chelsea was a home game. It was tougher for them because we could dominate at least 15 minutes. But City, the entirety of the game, City will dominate. That's a simple yeah, last. Exactly. And when they have the ball for that long, they will score more by default. That's why you guys are telling me too, when they will no, possess the ball for like 70% for 90 minutes? Yeah, they, but Mecca, they can possess the ball yeah. for that long. But still, I don't think it's going to be like a crazy score line. I think 2-0 yeah. is, is more likely, like, you know, 3-0 max. I don't think... Because, mind you, I don't think it's going Man City against Norwich, like, it took them a while to even score. It took them a while to even score the first goal. And um, the goals were mostly set piece. It wasn't like, you know, the, I don't know. It didn't seem like a team goal. Like, it didn't seem like they dominated enough to even, like, if Laporte's goal was, uh, what was it, uh, a set piece, Grealish's goal was pure luck. You understand? It, seems, it, se- it seemed like that. It seemed like, I don't know. I just don't know. I feel like it's not going to be a crazy score line. Max, 3-0. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a 2-0 game. I will say that that City will score every 20 minutes. So you decide. <laughs> that brings us to like four or five. Exactly. <laughs> Simple as like. Yo, listen, th- this is what I think is actually going to happen. This is a fact. City's going to dominate possession, of course. Mm-hmm. But to George's point, I think they're actually going to be a very blunt attack. Mm-hmm. I don't think this City team, until they have a guy that we know is going to score goals every game. We just don't know where the goals are going to come from. It's a good thing because sometimes they get random goals, but it's also a bad thing because sometimes those random goals don't happen. So this game is actually going to be 1-1. Arsenal is finally going to get points. They're finally going to score. Arteta is going to save his job because <laughs> if he loses that game by right. 5-0, like, I don't know. They have to think about letting him go immediately. Like He has no kind of Yo, nothing to fall back on. Go back to the very beginning of this of our chat. You'll see that I said that Brentford would beat us. They beat us. I said that we're going to lose the first four games of the season. L, 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 L. I didn't know we were going to not score, but now I know we're not going to score. So I'm telling you right now, we're going to lose our first four games. And if after four games we don't fire Teta, then I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, Arsenal fans have been done like before the season. After every game, after every goal conceded, pre-season. they're done. Preseason, they were done. Yeah, we lost to we lost to Hibernian. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Because they understand what's happening. We lost to Hibernia. George, what country is Hibernia located? I don't know, bro. Don't uh, know. Scotland. Is it Scotland? Scotland. Scotland. And they're, not even, they're not even the best team in Scotland. Oh, of course not. Come on. That's Stephen G's team, no? That they have Rangers. They have Celtic. That we lost to Hibernians. <laughs> so that's what I'm telling you guys. The season is done. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. Um, Rookie reminded me real quick. You know, you guys think I don't write down these predictions and there's no punishments. There is, in fact, punishment and shame to be had for whoever predicts wrong. Um, so, of course, Arsenal-Chelsea. Uh... We all knew Chelsea was going to win, so that was obvious. Well, except for George. George thought that Arsenal was going to win. Ameka kind of mentioned that earlier. <laughs> he said Arsenal would win 2-1. As we've <laughs> mentioned repeatedly, Arsenal has yet to score. Um, so I don't know where he saw the two goals from, but I don't know. yeah. I don't know, though. Shame on him. Shame I, on him I for that prediction. Yo, guy, guy, guy. But think about it. The guy said that Arsenal will score one. After watching Balogun play, I did not specify the season, right? I didn't specify the game. You asked me for a prediction. When I said 2 1, I was actually talking about next season. I wasn't talking about the game that Assumed it was again. <laughs> I'm talking about right, right. So when oh, Delapo said, "Hey, Chelsea's playing Arsenal this weekend," George, what do you think the score? He, he didn't say you that. thought he, he meant said, this weekend. No, no, no. <laughs> no, he said. <laughs> all right, all right. No, he, he said, "What do you think the scoreline will be between Chelsea and Arsenal?" And I was like, "Oh, two one." Really you don't. Fun. You don't have to defend this like stupid <laughs> excuse. Like it's fine. Just, just do better. Just do better. That's all. Um, let's see. We did Southampton United. Um, we all expected United to win, so obviously we were all wrong. Um, Rookie was the closest. She thought at least it would be a close game, two one. Um, I think I was the most wrong. I thought United would kill them, four zero. Um, I had faith in United. I didn't know that Ole was going to play Martial. If I knew that, I would never have predicted United scoring four. They can't score four with him yeah. playing, obviously. Um, See, that's what that's what happens when you believe in Ole. Man, I mean, like you said, I thought it was obvious. He played a starting lineup that played incredibly well. Why would you change it? Like, the, the season just started. Ole doesn't even rotate his team, like, usually. So why are you rotating right. now when everyone is fresh? That makes no sense. So now, now you see... He has to overcomplicate a simple situation. Of course, that's what they do. Um, let's see. We did West Ham, Leicester. They haven't played yet, so we'll see. Um, City Wolves. Everyone knew City was going to win. We all actually predicted 5-0, except for George. He predicted 4. Um, so, in short, George is the worst predictor because he doesn't know anything. So, whatever George has predicted today, take it with a grain of salt. City winning 2-0. You know, Chelsea, Chelsea beating Liverpool. United beating Wolves, it's all questionable right now because we don't, we just don't know where he's at. He might be talking about next year and we're in 2021. Um, so with that, I want us to kind of round up the, the episode, finish up here. Rookie, I'm going to come to you for your final words. I always come to you first. Don't act surprised. What do you have? Oh, my God, I'm so shocked. What's happening? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ole, just why? Like, Why? I want to believe in you, but you don't help yourself. So, mm. disappointment yet again with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And there's nine days to buy a DM, so time's ticking. 
Huh. Yeah, I don't think you guys are buying a DM. Can forget about that. Okay. Thanks. Nice. We're I mean, you haven't good. been linked. You haven't been linked with anyone. Am I wrong? No, but maybe today we'll make them, you know, see the error of their ways. <laughs> yeah, Basuma hey. is incredible, man. I don't know why all these teams are like wasting time. It's the guys. <sighs> but you know, if Emeka believes that Arteta will read his DMs, I'm allowed to believe that we'll get a DM. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I see what she did there. I see what she did there. Wow, George even said that was good. <laughs> All right, George, what are your final words? Man, I don't know, man. This weekend has not gone almost um, blunt. Like, Bruno blanked. Hmm. I don't know. We had 24 hours after Salah blanked. I thought, you know, Bruno is about to score like a brace. So much out playing. I was like, yeah. The guy's about to <laughs> uh, Barcelona did not win. Uh, yeah, it's just been like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been like that kind of weekend. I'm losing, I'm losing my head to head. I'm dropping down the table. So it's not, it's not good. I'm hoping, mm. I'm hoping Barnes and Antonio is going to come through tomorrow. But yeah, that kind of weekend. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah, no, you sound depressed. You sound depressed. <laughs> No, at least you have the pie. Hmm. So, by the way, it is not the cake. It is not the cake. It is not the ice cream. Oh, good. <laughs> it is not the cake. It is not the ice cream. It is the pie. You can only go to ten. Yeah, I'm like, I think I just sits around thinking about Memphis the pie, like puns. <laughs> what? Oh man. Emeka, you can you can only go to Memphis for the pie, right? I'm telling you, you just if you're just hungry, you just feel like, man, I need to eat like the cake. Nope. Mm-hmm. You never need to eat the cake. But you have to be careful. You don't want to be messy when you do it. You don't want to be messy. No, you don't know. But then, but then hey, but, is coming through. Exactly. But do you know where do you know where you put the the, the pie? You put it in the fridge. <laughs> and you add some piquet. <laughs> put it in the fridge. <laughs> you guys don't know what to do. And then turn oh, the lights, right? <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> That's what I'm saying. You cannot now eat if the fridge is cold, if it's dark, you need the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You must have light. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, no, we have to we have to keep developing this. And this is a good development. This is so good. eating in the darkness. Eating the light. Oh man. Mika, we're ready. We're ready for your final words. Man, today is easy for me, man. Arteta out as soon as possible. We are drowning. Somebody needs to help us. Please, Jesse Lingard, help us. What? Please, Adama Chari, somebody needs to go and sign these people. Please, somebody come and help us, please. Please. Yeah. That's all I have to say, man. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Honestly, yeah, short, short and sweet. For, uh, Pereira from... from uh... Did he go to um, Brazil or something? West Brom. No, he went to... Oh, you're talking about the... I know you're talking about. I thought you were talking about the United player. No, no, I'm talking about the one from um, West Brom. He went to like this Saudi club outside. Yeah. Of, like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, honestly, I don't know why people are not looking at PSG players. They have too many players. Like you can probably get some, like someone Sarabia. cheap. They have too many players. Everyone yeah, cannot we, play. We can get Paredes or Paredes. How do you nah, say his name? That guy is solid. Yeah. We can get Herrera. Even Herrera can bowl apparently. No, no, no. I think you can get. <laughs> <That's why> I <laughs> Let's not go backwards. With him, Let's I not go backwards. <laughs> Sarabia will be yeah. a good signing, by the way. Sarabia. Huh? Not for Arsenal. Arsenal need like grown men. I don't know who said that, but that's like the truest thing I've heard. They need grown men. They can't be signing young players I right think now. It was Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. I definitely Daniel, 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 Daniel said that. <laughs> <laughs> they know. Like they need men. Like Ola actually said it earlier. A lot of their players today, young guys. It's nice if you're developing, but if you're trying to be top six and things, like you need <clears throat> you're playing Lukaku against with 17, 18, 20s, like come on, man. So Lukaku look like that age mates. Um, yeah, my final words, I don't have any final words, man. I'm just sad about my FPL team as well. I really did not know that Robertson was about to, like, I'm, I'm just completely shocked. So, you know, another, another transfer down the drain. Maybe I have to take a negative for it to get rid of him. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening to the episode. Thank you for being on guys. We'll be back in a week's time to talk about all of the happenings in EPL and around the world. Oh, you